We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. everyone and welcome to the Spry Space Podcast. I'm Lacey and today I've got the wonderful Mr. Seth with me. Hello everyone. How are you feeling today, I'm feeling Seth? really good. Really? Like on a scale of zero to five, you're like really good. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I'm not really sure that was on the scale, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's exactly where I'm at. Good. I'm so glad to hear it. You're always like that though. I'm not sure that I've seen you drop below a four ever. It's not... Does it happen quietly in the dark? I don't alone? think it ever happens. Really? Yeah. I just, that's not me. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this month, all month long, we're talking about analytics and goal setting. Okay. We figured 2020 has been kind of cuckoo bananas. So what <laughs> can minute. we do at <laughs> Kinda? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so we're thinking, okay, let's just scrap 2020 and let's start prepping for 2021. Yeah. Okay. So the best way that we know how to prep and plan for anything is by going back and looking at data. Okay. Yep. So last week we talked about goal setting, um, about, you know, why are we even setting goals? What types of goals can we be setting today in all week long, um, in our Spry Space content this week, I'm going to be talking about which goals align with which metrics. Okay? okay. So if you have specific types of goals, what types of, of analytics should you be focusing on? Cool. Are you down for it? I'm down for it. Okay. So I broke up four different types of goals. Obviously there's, there's tons of different ones, but these are the four that we hear coming most often from people. Okay. So I'm going to start with the first one, which is brand awareness. So what does brand awareness mean? Um, pretty much people seeing who you are. I mean, seeing your your stuff around. Exactly, right? So we're talking about the idea that if you're trying to increase brand awareness, maybe you've got a great little service, you've got a great shop, you're doing great work, but not that many people know that you even exist. Right. And so your goal is to say, all I need is for people to know that I exist in order for my business to keep growing. Yeah. And so I need brand awareness, okay? Yep. Um, so the metric that we can track if you're trying to increase your overall brand awareness, there's a couple metrics that I think one is reach or impressions. Okay. What's the difference between reach and impressions, Seth? Do you know? I don't actually. Oh, good. I'm glad I can teach you something. Okay. So, um, reach is like the number of people that you reached. Okay. Okay. So we'll say your content, your reach was, uh, 5,000 this week. You reached 5,000 people. Okay? okay. Impressions. However, you could maybe have 7,000 impressions, but your reach was only 5,000. That means that 2000 people maybe saw your content twice. Oh, okay. interesting. Does that okay. make sense? Yep. So perhaps if they didn't engage in it when they scrolled through the first time, the algorithm might slip that content in again to see if somebody will engage at a different time when they're more likely to engage. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty clear, right? If yeah. we want more people to know that you exist, then we get your content in front of more people's eyeballs, right? right. Yep. So if your goal is brand awareness, then you're thinking about how many um, people are seeing my content. How much reach am I getting? How many impressions am I getting? Okay. Now, 
alongside that for brand awareness is engagement, right? Because just because somebody sees your content, just because it scrolls through their feed doesn't necessarily mean that they're aware of you. Right. So you can see probably how if they engage in the content in any way, it actually amplifies the effectiveness of that brand awareness. Okay. What kind of things count as engagement? Things like clicks, likes, comments, anything where they interact with your brand other than just scrolling past it. <laughs> Perfect. And then from an, from an algorithmic standpoint, that's useful too because if you engage with the content, what does that tell the algorithms? It tells the algorithms that you're relevant and so that you, that you should be put in front of other people. Good. And so that doesn't, just like you said, even clicks can count towards that. So you might see that your content got in front of 5,000 people, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe you got 200 engagements, but maybe you only got 100 reactions, okay? Right. So 100 of those engagements might have been a post click, Mm -hmm. which basically means if your content was larger or longer, you can click read more. Or if people wanted to see your photo up close instead of just what it is in in the feed as they're scrolling through, they can click that and it'll enlarge the photo right so any of those things count as these little micro interactions i like to call them which basically creates this um it's almost like how memories are created you know how your actual gray matter is formed within (laughs) your brain if you take a physical action when you see something Mm -hmm. it creates a stronger memory in your brain that's why sometimes when people are teaching they will teach hand movements or finger movements along with sounds in order to help people better memorize it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think that's so cool, by the way. I have a friend who is a tutor. You know, you've worked on her website before. Yes. Um, She teaches a lot in um, with kids who are dyslexic. And so she has a specific way that she teaches them with finger movements and whatnot that that significantly increases their ability to read properly by having some tactile interaction with the lessons. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So same idea on social media. Yep. Okay. So that's the end of the next of, of that brand awareness. Let's move on to another goal. Okay. So, so what is our next goal? The next goal that I want to talk about is website traffic. Okay. (laughs) What do you give me that look for? I'm a web developer. So I just, I get a giddy when you talk websites. It does. I love it. I'm glad. So in layman's terms, when we're saying website traffic, what do we mean? We're talking about people that went to your website. I mean, good. just basically that's, that's where we're at. Exactly. I want more people on my website, right? My yep. content is great. I spent a long time preparing it. I don't want to put in maybe the, the large amount of work that it takes to get a website optimized. And so I need to get traffic to the website somehow let's try social media. Okay. Right? So we're, so we're talking website to the traffic specifically through social media. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they were coming to us to social media managers saying, I need to get more people to my website. If website traffic is the goal, here are the metrics that they can look at to, you know, make sure that they're being successful. Okay. So one would be link clicks. Okay. Yep. So as you're creating content on social media and, and as you're promoting it, you can select a goal or an objective of website traffic. Sometimes it's called website traffic. Sometimes it's called link clicks. Sometimes it's called landing page views. Okay. (laughs) Um, But any of those three metrics really mean I am sending people from my social media page to my website. Right. Okay. 
So that might be a metric that you wanna track if you're trying to increase your website traffic. Now, one piece that I think maybe you'll find interesting too is along with just the social media insights that come out, mm -hmm. Google Analytics data is extremely important for somebody whose goal is going to be website traffic. Yes. Um, how much time do you poke around in Google Analytics data? Not a lot because that's still more of the SEO side of things, more of even yes. the social media manager side of things where my side of things is uh, doing the code, developing the site itself. So not how a many lot Google of time. Analytics codes have you had to drop into websites in your career? Um, probably thousands at this point. <laughs> I mean, if, if you build a website, it should have a Google uh -huh. Analytics code dropped into the head just so that you can track this stuff. So. So I always beg for this kind of access from clients. A lot of times they're, they might not know if we have Google Analytics set up properly. They don't know if they have, um, who has access to the Google Analytics. So I usually have to beg and dig for this <laughs> info if they're trying to send website traffic. Right. Because the couple of things that I look for are traffic sources. Okay, mm -hmm. so traffic sources means what? Where are they coming from when Perfect. they click into your website? And so they might be coming direct they might be um, like typing in your domain name. That's direct, right? Yes. They might be coming through search engines. And then there's always in Google Analytics a category for social, right. social media. And then it breaks down into which platform, et cetera. Yeah. So I want to be able to know and cross-reference that the link clicks that are showing from Facebook or from Instagram or from Pinterest, that those are lining up correctly with the Google Analytics data. Yeah. Because let's say it together, I don't trust <laughs> anyone. We don't trust anyone. We don't trust any algorithm to tell us the truth on this. No, I want to I want to corroborate the data with as many points as possible. Yeah, right? for sure. So with Google <laughs> Analytics, we can look at those traffic sources, but then we have to figure out just because they got to the website doesn't mean that this was a success, right? Right. We need to know things like how much time did they spend on the site? Mm -hmm. uh, how many pages did they visit when they were on the site? Yep. We need to look at bounce rate. What's bounce rate? When they leave your site. Right. And especially if they leave your site without doing anything right okay and that's part of knowing um how long they were on your site exactly you know if they clicked into your site and were like uh no and then just immediately clicked off you know you've got an issue perfect and then the last piece that i love to look at i don't know if it's just because i'm such a visual person but there is a section in google analytics called behavior flow mm -hmm. and what it does is it, it shows almost like a flow chart of okay here's the pages that people are coming in to your website on most often Obviously, most of the time, it's your homepage. Yep. But let's say, for instance, that we were running a social media campaign and there was a specific landing page we were sending people to. Then that landing page we could create as one of the filters and say, okay, all the traffic that's coming here, what are they doing once they get here? Right. And it'll show us, okay, you had a thousand people click. I wish everyone could see my hands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, this is so interesting. I'm learning so much. These hand gestures are so useful. <laughs> so let's say there's like a thousand people who have viewed your one page, your landing page that you sent people to. Okay. Right. Then it'll show you, okay, 20% of those people dropped off and didn't go anywhere else after they were on this page. 20% uh, of people went to your homepage. 20% of people went to uh, your contact page. 20% of people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So basically what that helps us to understand is the elements that are on your website page are they properly moving people 
through your website as you've designed. Right. Okay. Yep. So when you have a landing page there, is there a call to action that they're doing right on that page? Are they filling out a form or do you have a nice button present that's sending them to the place to fill out the form? Yeah. And if we're not tracking these things, what's the point of sending the website traffic there anyway? Right. For sure. Is my opinion. Yeah. Well, from the web developer point of view, when we set up a landing page, the thing that we look at is what do we want them to do when we're here? And generally, if it's buy something, you want the buy now button right there. When they land, boom, it's visible. If you want them to contact you, you put all that information right there. Um, I mean, it's a little bit of a side note, but still it's it's relevant for when you're setting up your goals yeah it's very important i mean we we used to do website audits as a service too mm -hmm. but as we've honed down we we don't do that as much but i still will low-key you know check out everybody's website especially if we're sending website traffic there yeah i just did it with one of our consulting clients last week where um they had a in their header they're doing a staycation uh what do we say? They're doing us. I, I messaged you about it. I think they're doing a staycation campaign. Okay. And um, basically they're like, it's a countertop company and it's oh, like, yeah. okay, you're staying home for the holidays, obviously. So <laughs> why don't you just give yourself a gift and, and fix your countertops finally, you know? Yeah. But, but the, uh, the header said staycation vacation at home and then underneath of the header the first heading in the body context content said vacation at home and then the form you had to scroll past text you had to scroll past an image to get to the form and i'm like all right so <laughs> let's fix this right now <laughs> that is so painful on so many levels even just thinking about it as a web devel developer because if you're looking at the seo side of things yes there's no way a Google um, search engine is going to, to differentiate this. It's literally going to send people looking for vacations yes. to their website, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> not countertop seekers. So we worked on a headline where we updated, okay, staycation, give yourself a gift this season, you yeah. know, um, gift yourself new countertops this season, you know, like, let, yep. and so little things like that are important things for social managers, social media managers to think about. If we're going to be held accountable for the success of campaigns, then we need to be able to know from top to bottom what the user is experiencing as they're going. I almost knocked over my coffee, but it's okay. <laughs> the adrenaline just surged through my body. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, it's, it's the hard surfaces everywhere. We're good. So. so we need to know top to bottom how the user is going to experience the flow of content if we're going to be held accountable for the success of a campaign for website traffic. For sure. Well, plus, you know, if, if you're setting a goal or your client is setting a goal, at some point they're going to come to you and say, give me data on how our goal is going. And this allows you to actually track and create that data to give them. So so let's say they didn't give you that access that you're looking for, right? Yeah. Oh, we don't know about the Google Analytics. We can't blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. I've heard that 10 times in the last month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, here's, here's what I can say, right? I can say, okay, so on the social media platforms, we ended up getting this many clicks. We ended up getting this much and I don't have access to know what happened after they sent. So I've been successful to this point. Yep. If if we can do this, this, and this on the landing page, we can see these conversions, you know, work a little bit better. Yeah. So, so have you ever, just out of curiosity, yes, have you ever it. say, say your client did not give you access. 
are, are you ever able to pull from like past clients and stuff like that and take a look at their data and say, you didn't give me access to this, but I can tell you from these clients that mm. this is, this is the success that we should be looking at, even though I can't see it on yours. This is the success I've had in the past. And so, um, roughly I can tell you, this is probably what's going on. Yeah. That makes good sense because honestly, the rates yep. of conversions are fairly similar across the board, especially if you're intentional and strategic in your campaign planning, right? right. You know, the idea that if you send a hundred clicks through one should probably convert. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking 1%. So we can think about that in our budget when we're thinking about our ad budget. Okay. We just spent $20 and we got a 276 clicks through. We should end up with two and a half uh, leads from that. You <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. So yes, that's the idea. Okay, cool. Okay, you ready for the next I'm ready. kind of goal? What is our next goal? Okay, this one is actually one of my favorite goals, especially for social media. It is um, repeat business and referral, okay? Okay. So let's say that you've got a pretty good core business going. You have quite a few customers. The customers are really happy, but you really want to start getting repeat business from those customers. And you want to better utilize the customers who are having these positive experiences to bring in more customers, right? Yeah. This is like gold goals for social media, you know, yeah. because everyone who we're reaching on social media is a human being. Yes. Right. Yep. And they are naturally inclined to want to um, to talk well about the good experiences that they have and to share with their friends. So if you give them the platform and the ease to do so, then they're going to do so. Mm -hmm. So if you've never had a goal about this before with social media, this is like low hanging fruit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is a ripe, <laughs> it is a ripe <laughs> fruit hanging for the pickings. <laughs> you really ran with that analogy, didn't you? <laughs> I just saw it kind of impact you and I just kind of took it a little further. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's here's what that means so in layman in layman's terms i want more people talking about me to their friends i want more people helping me bring in more work okay yeah. so this is kind of simple the metrics that work the best for tracking this is shares comments and saves okay yeah. so if we think about let's talk about facebook specifically let's say you do um a nice little special or you've got a holiday special or something if a client or a customer who's worked with you before sees that and knows they had a good experience with you they may very well share that and say hey we worked with this company before if you're looking for this they're doing a special right now yeah i mean come on that is great great advertising for yeah you. for sure um so that's kind of facebook shares comments that's i see this very often like let's say that we've got a testimonial from a customer or a client yeah. and we create a social media post with that testimonial in mind um we may tag that person's business in the content mm -hmm. if it's if it's um, B2C, we may tag that person's personal profile in the comments. And that will bring in this conversation where they'll come in and say, oh, yes, we had such a wonderful experience and just kind of echo their testimonial, you know? Yeah. And how much more likely are you to trust a company that has random social media posts coming out where people are raving about them in the comments? Oh, a lot more because I'm a human. <laughs> Thank <laughs> I mean, you. Honestly, social media. Thank you. Um, 
And then if we go to Instagram, on, on the Instagram side of things, um, saves is a nice metric to look at. It basically means as you're scrolling through your feed, someone can click that save button. It's almost like a little bookmarky button. Yeah. And that will put the content in a folder that they can look at later. So that's a great metric. But also shares on Instagram. You can't share the same way you can on Facebook, you no. know. But you can share to your story and you can share to people's um, direct message. Right. Okay. So I see people share to direct message um, as one of the best things you can attain on Instagram. Yeah. Um, because I see it from my friends, right? When Adrian sends me something, a direct message on Instagram that she's sharing somebody's content or she's sharing somebody's profile, I am highly likely to go follow that person if it's a product I'm interested. She just sent me something a couple days ago that said, this jumpsuit you need. I like <laughs> followed the company, <laughs> I saved that jumpsuit, and I'm like scrolling through, figuring out what Christmas present I'm gonna buy myself, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, so those are really, really good metrics if you're trying to take your current customer base and utilize them better. Right. Does that make good sense? Yes, that makes very okay. good sense. The trick to doing that well is creating good strategic content where you're making your customers your hero, you yeah. know, where you're highlighting their stories and you're not pointing so much at yourself. You're highlighting their stories. You're um, asking them questions. You're basically giving them a platform to be in a community, right? Um, which, which really ends up being so, so useful. Yeah. Okay. The last goal that I have in here is my least favorite. <laughs> I, I know I always feel like I shouldn't say this out loud, <laughs> but like the last goal is sales. Yeah, but it's, it's important. I mean, like from, from a social media manager standpoint, your goal is people because you're like, this is social yes. media. I need to connect with people. I need to get them to love me. But for the people that you're serving, their goal is this is my company. I need to make money. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very important and it's very relevant, even though it makes you sad to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is because it turns people into a number, you know what I it mean? Does. Which yeah. which I'm just so inherently uh, against. But I understand as a business owner, I do know that you have to make money off of the investments that you're making. Yes. So I get it. All right. But it is my least favorite um, because really your goal in this is making more money. And so the things that you're doing when you're focusing on sales on social media, the metrics you're going to be looking at are conversions. Mm -hmm adds to cart, okay? These two metrics are things that only can actually be found if you're using a Facebook pixel. Right. Well, and we're talking specifically about Facebook and Instagram, but yes. um, Pinterest, you can do the same. Mm -hmm. You can add a piece of code onto the website that basically tracks um, the people who were sent there, if they converted or not, yep. okay? Now, number one, I have found the data to be um, off on a lot of these with pixels because you have to set it up just right in order to make sure that the conversion data is accurate okay. because I've seen very well that normal data like from um, search engine traffic is sometimes mingled with data from social media traffic. Okay. Yeah. So I might see that I sent 30 people to that landing page. No, let me, let me go down even further. Maybe I see that I sent 10 people to that landing page and there were five conversions. Well, that data is highly unlikely. Yeah. You know, the fact that half of the people who were sent there would convert is not very likely. No. What's likely is that maybe you have a page where multiple people or multiple sources are sending traffic to 
that page yeah. and it's counting the conversions from other sources in your conversions too. Yes. So that's part of it is maybe just that there is a lot of technical details that goes into getting this data accurate if yeah. you're going to make sales your main focus of yep. social media. The second thing about it is that basically it takes your content and turns it from a goal of, of connecting with people and building a community to basically your content is like a commercial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's fine. <laughs> I just don't like it. I love like the it. way you said that. <laughs> that's fine. I'm sorry, Lacey. I don't believe you. <laughs> no. I understand that there are, um, that there are reasons that people would choose that, you yeah. know, um, maybe they, but I just don't, maybe I don't understand to be honest. I say that I do, but I just, there's so much more value to building a community of people who know, like, and trust you than there is to making a single sale is, right. is have always been my thought process. So yes, if you want to not focus on building a community of people and you just really need to focus on making sales, then create a nice commercial, mm -hmm. get your pixel tracking code set up properly and and run that ad. You yes. you go ahead. You spend $1000 <laughs> in ad money. Yeah. And get, you know, a couple thousand people to click on that on that link. Hopefully your landing page is set up I well. I was going to say <laughs> if you're going to do this correctly, you need to hire someone like me to set up your landing page correctly yes. to make sure that your data is correct. Exactly. And that's expensive. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my complaining about sales. But it's, it's so on brand for you, though, because you're like, social media is social. It's people. We got <laughs> we got to connect with the people. And and They're I'm sure numbers. that's that's personality. <laughs> yeah. You know, for me, I know I I know that to be true. Okay, so I know that my experience in life is not the same as everyone else's. Yeah. And there are people who thrive on numbers. You yes. know what I mean? There are. Let them thrive over there. Um, <laughs> so what I what I want to wrap that with is that really goals one through three there, brand awareness, even website traffic, referrals, and repeat customers, mm -hmm. those are all community building tools. Yes. Um, which we've always said from the beginning that social media is more like your handshake than it is like your transaction. Right. You know, it's not really made for a transactional. Um, it's not really made for that kind of experience. No, it's not. Because... For you, when you get on social media, what's your purpose? What are you doing with your life when you're getting on social well, media? Well, I'm getting on there to connect with people. I'm getting on there to be entertained. Um, I'm definitely not getting on there to be sold to. Yes. Shop is missing yes. from the things that people <laughs> go to social media for, right? People are there exactly like you said, relax, uh, unwind, connect, express ourselves, entertain ourselves, um, disgust ourselves sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes you can get in that habit. Oh yeah, you can. Um, so easy. Yes. Anger ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the theme of heavy. 2020. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to Facebook. I need to be irritated. <laughs> we have a meme coming out this week on our social channels. That's like, um, social media managers explaining how algorithms optimize outrage. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yes, this is exactly what's happening. Um, but none of the reasons people go on most people is yeah. to shop. Okay. Right. You might go on to find brands that you align with who you might purchase from at some point, yeah. but 
but you search for products when you're ready to buy them. Yeah. You may end up very well searching for specifically for the company who you followed for a long time, who you really like their content when you're ready to buy something. Yeah. That's the idea, right? Yep. And it's it's unnatural. It's unnatural. Unnatural. <laughs> to try to sell so hard to people in social media. And yeah. so is there any way I can say that in another uh, <laughs> I think that did it just perfectly. <laughs> Okay, so one thing that Amber said yesterday in our meeting that I thought was so brilliant is that with good social media, any brand can flourish. Yeah. Do you think that's true? I do. I do think that is true. Maybe except, you know, if they have like some significant issues. But I don't think you can have good social media without having a solid foundation as a business because right. good social media means that you've established your core values as a business, that you've ex established your tone of voice, that you've established who your customers are supposed to be yeah. and that you're creating intentional content to reach them, you yeah. know? So like, wh how do you mess it up? <laughs> By making them a number and trying to sell directly to them and putting a pixel on your website. Oh, you know how to talk to me. <laughs> um, so I just want to echo what Amber said there because I thought it was just so brilliant. Is really is. That, that if you can get down to these core foundational truths of... Uh, you know, your brand values, your brand tone and who you're trying to reach. Executing that content really does create this community, mm -hmm. which is why at Spry, we often the metrics that we're focusing the most on is increased numbers of followers or likes and increased engagement rates. Yeah. You know, so those really fit into those first three goals. Um, and that's all. Yeah, that's that's all the words. Yep. <laughs> that's I, how I feel about it. So I wanted to uh, mention something because we talked about the reasons why people go to um, social media and it's to connect or to in be entertained. And as a person, um, like when I'm not being a social media manager, but I'm just on social media to be entertained or something, I have bought stuff from social media just because their commercial entertained me. Mm. And so there, there, there is good ways to advertise on social media um, like we've been talking about, but it is all about the connecting with the people and stuff like that. I, I actually thought about a couple of products, which I'm not actually going to say on here because okay. I just am not going to. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it just dawned on me that that is why. Is I'm it going like to the male media. body soap commercials? Those were pretty good. They do make me laugh, but no, I didn't buy those ones. Um, but I do watch their commercials mm -hmm. because they are entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons I go on there. So I just wanted to throw that little side note in there. I think one one content bucket that I missed too is information like people do go to learn sometimes you know so that gives you another avenue of content that you can create is informational content yes. which is promotional yeah. but it's also valuable yeah. you know it creates some value that you're giving to your customers I'll say one really big success story before we go to the end is um, we work with a brand that does tabletop board games um, they have built such a good community of people because everything that they've shared, everything that they've created has come from a place of passion, mm -hmm. you know, and that passion just like leaks and oozes and you can smell it all over <laughs> all of their content. <laughs> and, and we just put out for them this week, they're, they're running a Black Friday special. And so we're getting that content pushed out. And the very first hint that the company would be actually having a new product available to buy we mm -hmm. didn't even say you know available to buy black friday click here for blah, 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 nothing right right 
we posted a an image that had a graphic of the new product and just said it's coming and there's been like 25 comments that's like will you take my money already yes i'm so excited my wife's gonna be so mad you know and that's what happens yeah we didn't ask them for anything we never ask them for anything we just provide them great content we provide right. them a space where they can um, communicate with each other and communicate with us about things that are shared interests and just like that the last time we did this their website broke because of the amount of traffic that came that's awesome so we're hoping for that again <laughs> when your goal is to break the internet <laughs> it's so good okay so um, do you feel like you understand pretty well the ideas then so yeah. for each goal that we can set there are specific metrics that we can follow to make sure that we're accomplishing those goals and sometimes we have to fight to make sure that we have access to all of the data we need to prove that we're doing our job properly and prove um, you know the success of what was agreed upon yeah. between customer and client so <laughs> yeah so if you hire spry and we're hounding you <laughs> that's why <laughs> You no. got it. Yeah. And a lot of times we end up working in our consulting relationships with an internal employee yeah. who that internal employee hasn't been given access yet, you right. know? And so we're like, okay, we need to push for this. Who do we need to ask for? And so really we end up empowering that internal employee to get all the data that they need to prove that they're doing right. well, you yeah. know? So that always is really, we're really rewarding when we can help them get to that space. For sure. Okay, so at the end of every Spry Space podcast episode, we like to talk about where we've been working lately. Okay, yes. we are an all remote team at Spry, especially so this year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so sometimes we end up working in really interesting places. Yours has been boring, is this correct? Yes, I've been working from home. Period. Period. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> well, I I've been working in some interesting places lately. Um, I have been living at my mother's home for about three years and I am, I had no privacy left. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes even in these fall months when it's cold and stuff, I will just take my laptop outside and I will just meet outside so that people aren't knocking on my door. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this because I just love when she comes in. She's so wonderful and she adds wonderful things, but I also need some privacy, Yes. you know? And so, <laughs> so lately the interesting places I've been working on is like sneaky back porches. <laughs> I mean, back porches of people that I have permission to be there, but oh, okay. <laughs> not just other people's back no, porches. No, don't call the cops. I just need you back porch for a second also what's your wi-fi password yeah. <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm planning that come january i'll have a new house that i'm going to be staying in and oh, that's so exciting. it'll be the first time i've been in a room one room with my kids and i for like three years now so it'll be the wow. first time in like three and a half years that i'll have my own room so i'm like i just oh, feel hashtag blessed that is hashtag blessed. To bring it all around bring it all around <laughs> Okay, Seth, so if people find this content interesting and they want to um, help tell other people about it or they want to hear more from us, where can they find us? Um, on all of the social media platforms. We're on Facebook, at ThinkSpry. We're on Instagram, which is also, I think, at ThinkSpry. You think correct? I do think correct. We are, <laughs> we are on LinkedIn, which is Spry Social Media, mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like that. Um, obviously our website, thinkspry.com. Our Pinterest is starting to pop a little bit too. Is it really? Yeah. Uh -huh. oh. Adrian's been working hard on that. So what's our, what's our Pinterest? I don't know. Just look for Spry Social. Look for Spry Social. <laughs> Honestly, we, we're good at what we do. So if you search for us, you'll find us. <laughs> All right. I think that's good then. Um, I am just so grateful always, Seth, to have you on. The energy that you bring just makes me feel electric. Maybe it's my caffeine. Maybe it's you. I don't oh. know the answer. 
Um, and we're also grateful for those of you listening. Um, we hope that you keep working hard, that you keep setting goals, and of course, that you keep learning. Always keep learning. Okay, we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.